Thank you for joining in on another episode of Cast the Word. This episode is part seven of our Getting Over It series, and today we're going to be discussing suicidal thoughts. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. This is part seven of our Getting Over It series, and we're tackling the spirit of suicide today. And yes, I said spirit because I believe the feelings and attacks of suicidal thoughts are absolutely a spirit sent by the enemy. And this episode is really a continuation of part five of this series where we discuss the issue of depression. Now, just because you are depressed doesn't necessarily mean you are suicidal but depression can definitely lead to suicidal thoughts. And before we get into today's episode, let me start by saying that if you have suicidal thoughts, it is imperative that you seek help immediately. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available 24 hours a day, and their number is 800-273-8255. Please do not delay. There is help always available for you. Let me also say that oftentimes suicide happens because people feel all alone, that no one is there for them, and that no one cares for them. Today I hope to dispel that myth, because we have a friend that sticks closer than a brother, and his name is Jesus, and he cares for you, so much so that he died on the cross for our sins, so that we could spend eternity with him. So today we're adding on to part five, and We're honing in on this specific issue of suicidal thoughts, and my hope is to offer you some biblical and spiritual advice to help you get over this spiritual attack. And I'm not focusing too much on this in this episode, but recognize and remember that prominent figures in the Bible also struggled with depression and even thoughts of suicide. Elijah is a great example of that. So just remember that you're not alone. So today I'm going to give you five quick points here, and this list is not all-inclusive, and I always want to highlight the fact that I'm no psychologist, nor am I a medical expert. I'm just simply a man that loves Jesus and wants to offer some encouragement that I might be able to offer, even though I'm no one special, and I'm definitely no expert on these topics. So getting into the meat of this episode, I'm going to, like I said, go through five quick points with you on some things that I believe will help us get over this spirit of suicidal thoughts. And the first point I want to make is to recognize that suicidal thoughts is spiritual warfare. The feeling of suicide is usually the head of many other struggles that come crashing down around you. Anxiety, depression, feeling of hopelessness, abandonment, anger, isolation, and many more. All of these issues can lead someone to having suicidal thoughts. And this is what the enemy wants. The Bible says that the devil is roaming around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Jesus said in John 10, verse 10, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Notice the polar opposites here. Jesus wants to give a satisfying life, The enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy. The enemy doesn't want to negotiate with you. He doesn't want to talk with you. He wants to destroy you. He wants to annihilate you. And how better to destroy you than to get you to take your own life? Let me say right here, you are not meant to give over 
to suicide. You are meant to serve a purpose in this world, and your best days are not behind you. You have a design and a purpose from the Heavenly Father to fulfill in this life. And the Lord's plan for you does not end in you taking your own life. The enemy has put everything against you in this life and in this world in hopes that you will succumb to the pressure and give in. But God's plan for you is to walk with Him and to put on the full armor of God and push back against the forces of darkness. You're in the middle of battle right now. Do not raise your white flag. Rise up and declare that you belong to the King. And if God be for you, who can be against you? If God is with you, you are in the majority. Do not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. Seek godly counsel. Seek the Lord. And I pray with you that you'll overcome the spirit of suicide. But before you can take the right step forward, you must recognize that you are in the middle of war. As soon as you recognize the battle, then you can start strategizing on how to win the war with God's help. The enemy is the Lord of this world. But as soon as you give your heart to Jesus, as soon as you confess your sins to Him, then you have a king living on the inside of you. 1 John 4 verse 4 says, You dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. This verse highlights the fact that the one living on the inside of you will conquer the one that rules and reigns over this present world. Isaiah says to not fear, for God is with us. To not be dismayed, for He is our God. He will strengthen us and help us. He will uphold us with His righteous right hand. We can't give in to the fear. We can't give in to suicidal thoughts. We must recognize we're in the middle of warfare and get ready to fight the battle. Now that we've recognized the battle, now we can start strategizing on how to overcome it. The second point is to seek godly counsel and godly relationships. We mention this quite regularly on this podcast because it is so important that we not forsake the assembling together. If you are struggling with suicidal thoughts and you don't have a home church, then this is a great starting point. Seek the help you need from a medical professional, of course. Even call the suicide hotline if you need to. But for a continuing regimen of treatment, it is so important to plant yourself in a body of Christ. In 2 Corinthians 7 verse 6, we read, But God who encourages those who are discouraged, encouraged us by the arrival of Titus. Now Paul is writing this verse right here. And one author analyzed this verse by saying this, it's important to notice that Paul openly admitted to experiencing fear and great emotional distress in this chapter. In doing so, he acknowledges that these states of mind may be experienced by believers, including those even in ministry. Christians may experience feeling downcast sometimes. That is not evidence that God has abandoned them or that they are being sinful. It's equally important to notice here that Paul describes God as the one who comforts the downcast or discouraged. God is the ultimate source of comfort for believers who are experiencing emotional distress. That is one of the ways he provides for his children. Now this verse also highlights the fact that not only is God the source of our comfort, 
But he's also highlighting the fact that Titus's arrival was an encouragement. God comforted Paul through the arrival and the news from Corinth through Titus. That's why I say it's important to seek godly counsel and seek godly relationships, because more often than not, God can use the body to encourage each other. It's imperative that if you are struggling with normal emotions of being down and and discouraged, like Paul was at that moment, that you seek the counsel from godly relationships. I believe that God will send people across our path to help encourage us as well, And by planting yourself in a local body of believers, that is the best way for God to work to encourage you through His children. The Lord knows what you're struggling with, and He's there to help you through it. And just like in Paul's circumstance, God used the arrival and the good news delivered back by Titus to encourage him. Strong godly relationships are important to the believer, especially in depressing and distraught times. It's important that we have a strong network of like-minded believers around us because Proverbs 17 verse 17 says, A true friend shows love at all times and is a brother who is born for times of distress. We need the support of others. And that is what is so helpful about the body of Christ. And that is a great strategic tool to help us overcome and get over the spirit of suicide is by talking through it with other people and seeking godly counsel and seeking godly relationships because you never know your answer, your encouragement may be delivered by God through someone else. The third point I want to make is to remind yourself of God's faithfulness. God does not want you to suffer. God does not want you to struggle with suicidal thoughts. But I believe God's also waiting on us to call upon Him. Psalms 55 verse 22 says, Give your burdens to the Lord, and He will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Psalms 34 verse 18 and 19 also says this, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Notice here that being a believer doesn't mean you're going to live a life of, per- of perfection. Verse 19 says the righteous person may have many troubles. Even though you are living for Christ, you may have many troubles. You may even spend a lot of time, you know, or, or some periods of time distressed and distraught and, and depressed. But God's faithful to see you through the circumstances that you're in right now. Notice the faith here in this verse in Psalm 6. Verses 6 through 9. I am worn out from sobbing. All night I flood my bed with weeping, drenching it with my tears. My vision is blurred by grief. My eyes are worn out because of all my enemies. Go away, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will answer my prayer. Notice the faith. The writer highlights the struggle of this life and the true distress that he's currently under. He sobs every night and floods his bed with tears. He describes his anguish, yet ends that section, those those few verses there, by declaring that the Lord will answer his prayer. In times of trouble and despite his weariness, he remains faithful to God. Psalms 50 verse 15, Then call on me when you are in trouble, and I will rescue you, and you will give me glory. 
You may be in the valley right now, but God will bring you back to the mountaintop. He is faithful to see you through. We just need to call upon him. Call on him when you're in times of trouble. As hard as that may be, try to take that step of faith and trust in the Lord. He's going to rescue you. I believe it. His word does not lie. It will never return void. His promises are yes and amen. And if he said it, then he will perform it because the Lord cannot lie. Believe that and recognize that God's faithful to you. Many people that are facing suicidal thoughts believe that no one cares for them and that they are not needed by anyone else. This feeling of isolation and abandonment or lack of value reduces the person's value in, in their own life, reduces their, their desire to want to continue trucking along. But don't believe that lie. Point number four is that others do need you. Remember that nothing is permanent. You don't know this now, but tomorrow might bring you hope. James 4.14, you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. It could be better tomorrow. You never know. Paul even said this. Let this be some encouragement for you. Paul said, I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. He says he wants to depart and be with be with God. That's his desire. But he continues by saying, But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain, and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith. Remain hopeful and stay focused on this next verse, Psalms 118. I will not die. Instead, I will live to tell what the Lord has done. This adds on to what Paul said. Paul wants to depart. He wants to leave. But he knows that there's still work for him here. He knows that people need him. And in, and the writer in Psalms 118 says, I'm not going to die. Instead, I'm going to live to tell what the Lord has done. You have a story to tell. Imagine for a moment you coming through this dire situation you're in right now and then seeing yourself on the other side in a much better circumstance with a much better mindset. Now imagine coming across someone else who is in the exact same place that you were in at your lowest moment. Imagine the testimony. Imagine the hope that you could give someone else. Psalms 118 declares, I'm not going to die. I'm going to live and tell others what the Lord has done. Giving God the glory of overcoming the spirit of suicidal thoughts reaps much reward. The fact is that when the enemy put this attack on you, he thought it would put you down. But it's not going to put you down. You will overcome by the grace and the help of the Lord. And what the devil thought would shut you up will now be a testimony to help others. What a thought that is. Isn't that an amazing thought to consider that God will use your struggle in the end to help encourage other people? I have experienced this personally. I've struggled with things in the past and followed my own advice and an earlier point we made today and sought out godly counsel and, and reached out to godly relationships. I discussed my situation with a fellow believer and lo and behold, that person went through the same thing I was going through at that time. And I consider for a moment how well off that person seemed to me at, at, at that moment. Sure, they weren't perfect, and I'm sure they had their own uh, issues going on, but what I heard through that testimony was that that person had overcome what I was struggling with at that very moment. And I thought that if God can bring that person through this issue, then he's going to bring me through it as well. Testimonies are powerful. 
and yours will be too. You are not destined to live this life under a rock and give in to suicidal thoughts. You are meant for a purpose to fulfill God's plan for your life. And by submitting to the will of God, you will be a blessing to other people. You're not alone. God is with you. And if God before you, who can be against you? At the end of Romans chapter 8, we read Paul say that, I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. That statement of faith declares that nothing will separate you from God. And as soon as you adopt that thought, then you will realize that suicide is not your end game. Instead, your end game is to serve your life following Christ and to drag your spiritual net with you and bring as many people to God as you can. Right now, it may not seem like you can get to that point, but you will. Right now, circumstances may seem dire, and the only thing you can consider is giving up, throwing in the towel, and ending your life. That's what the enemy wants you to do. But God wants you to live a life of prosperity, living in the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, and peace. Peace is coming, friends, and when you come through on the other side, you will see how powerful your testimony will be to others. And don't hold it back when that time comes. Share it. Last point I want to make is this, that God's Word is our hope. Hebrews 6.19 says, This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. The Word of God will carry you through. If you're struggling with depression or suicidal thoughts, don't run away from the Word of God. Run to the Word of God. Dive deep into the Scripture and read the promises of God that are laid out for you and remember that God cares for you. Five sparrows sell for two coins of small value, do they not? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Have no fear. You are worth more than the many sparrows. Luke chapter 12, God cares for you, and you cannot be reminded of the level of depth God cares for you if you're not in His Word. I know that when depression seeps in, the last thing you may want to do is read the King James Bible, but I promise you His Word is medicine to your mind, your soul, spirit, and body. Nothing can heal you to the level of depths that the Word of God can. Nothing can encourage you and counsel you better than the Word of God can. Nothing can make you feel worth living more than the Word of God. Nothing and nobody can give you promises as strong as God's Word. Don't run away from it, friends. Run into it. And what you read, then pray. And what you pray and read, then believe. Because it was written by men under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit for our benefit. It is God's written Word delivered to us. It was written for you. And it is the best book you will ever read, and it is the best treatment you will ever receive. As with many other episodes, there is so much more to discuss on this topic. But I want to end this episode just how I started it. If you're struggling with suicide, please seek help. It is imperative that you jump on that sooner than later. The suicide hotline is open 24 hours a day. And run to God as well. Don't neglect God. God is the ultimate source. I don't want to diminimize seeking the help that you need. Of course, we need that medical help. Of course, that's why that suicide hotline is there, and I encourage you to use it. But don't neglect reaching out to God as well. God is our ultimate source. He is our Redeemer. He is our strength. He is our rock. He is the strong tower that we run into. We seek comfort under His wings. 
Run under his wings. Run to God. We didn't talk about this, but one quick bonus tip I can give is to do something that you enjoy. That's always helpful. Proverbs 17.22, a joyful heart is good medicine. Find things that you enjoy doing and do them. But also pray. Dive into his word. Seek godly counsel. Recognize that you are not alone. Remember God's faithfulness to you and dive into his word and find hope in the word of God. Remember that you're not alone. Other people do need you and that you are wanted and desired. Remember that God died on the cross so that you may live. He came here for you and he wants to spend eternity with you. But while you're in this life, follow Christ. He's not going to mislead you. People will disappoint you all the time. People will mislead you. People will lie to you. Circumstances will fail you. Life will throw you obstacles left and right. But God will forever remain the constant in a sea of variables. Run into His presence. And I pray that if you're struggling with suicidal thoughts right now, that you will find comfort in the Word of God and that you will find encouragement in this episode in some capacity. Friends, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Cast the Word. We just finished part seven. We got a few more episodes left to go, and then we're wrapping up 2020. I pray that you guys are staying safe and staying blessed, and I encourage you to stay strong in the faith. I look forward to talking to you next time.